Welcome to the MJV Ministries podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a moment to subscribe so you can stay updated with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Our opening scripture text, Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work at it with your heart as working for the Lord, not human masters. Um, be loyal to the vision God's given you. Remove the words I can't from your vocabulary. Uh, don't talk small. And um, when God gives you instruction, move quickly. That was part two that we talked about. And you determine how far you will go. That was what we ended off on. Um, and tonight we're going to be picking up on part three with honor those who are where you want to go. So we're talking about excellence in ministry. And a point we want to make is honor those who are where you want to go. Proverbs six, uh, Proverbs eighteen sixteen says, A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. So honor those who are in ministry, who are in business, who are where you want to go. Um, people you look up to, uh, generals in the faith, your pastor or or mentor, um, these are all people that you want to honor them because y- what you honor, that same mantle will come on to you for honoring it. So just like you see with Elisha and Elijah in the Bible, you know, he on- Elisha honored Elijah and he wanted that double portion and he honored him. And, and, and it's something that you don't see a lot of, I want to say in general, obviously the people that we hang around with everyone here, who's watching, you know, your church probably sees this a lot of honor and things, but if you're out in the world, you don't see a lot of honor given. You don't see a lot of respect given to authority. You don't see respect and honor given to leadership. You don't see that. It's not something that's common, unfortunately, anymore because people just want to do their own thing. People want to go their own way and do their own thing. But if you if you take time to honor those who are over you, you know, bring your boss um, their favorite uh, coffee or bring your pastor their uh, favorite meal. I don't know, something that you can do to be show honor. It's going to bring you before great men. It's going to set you apart from everyone else. You know, I and this is something that I've just learned in ministry is honor those who are where you want to go. And and I remember like doing simple things. I would have when I worked for other ministries I would have coffee ready for them before they even walked through the doors of the building. And there were days that I would get like bonuses, um, you know, pay time off, like just things that like, just like they would in return bless me for that. And I never asked for it. And I wasn't even, you know, doing it to, I was just showing honor. I was just showing, you know what, I know you, this is what you like. I'm going to have it ready for you. Um, maybe you're in the workplace and you know what your boss's favorite things are, have that ready for them. And, and what does that do? It sets you apart from the rest. It sets you apart from everyone else because it's not common. And, and that's what the scripture is talking about here is, is your gift makes room for you. What you are willing to do to honor men and women of God 
it will make room for you. You know, that's why my husband and I, when we go to travel to conferences and church meetings, you know, before we even head there, we talk about, okay, what are we going to sow? Okay, what are we going, what are we setting aside to give to the house? What are we setting aside to just take people out and bless them? What are we setting aside to just walk up to people and, and, and hand them? And, and it's something to be said because that's, you know, that's what we want. We don't want common. We want to honor those who, who carry a great anointing, who carry the uh, anointing of God on their life. And so we take time to honor that because through honor, it gets brought over to your life. And so honor those who are where you want to go. Number two, we're talking about excellence in ministry. This is a practical one. Be the person that you would want to hire. Be the person you would want to hire. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 says, Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker. If you're listening on the app or if you're listening live, I want you to underline that in your Bible. Go find 2 Timothy 2.15. It says, be a good worker. One who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. So don't be ashamed of what it is that you do. You know, don't, don't, if you're in ministry, tell people, you know, my husband and I, all the time we get asked all the time when we're in an Uber, when we're traveling at the airport, when we're getting food. Oh, what do you do? What do you do for work? You know, we don't just like coward back and say like, oh, you know, we kind of, we run like a nonprofit and it's just like, it's like a charity, but you know, we just, it's, it's more of like humanitarian and we just, no, we are preachers of the gospel. We, we proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. We were just on in uh, New York, we were on a, um, a fishing boat and we went out fishing with, with a bunch of, uh, people that were also on, it was like a party boat. It was, um, it was like a party boat and, they one of the mates on the boat is just sparking up conversation he's like so what do you what do you do for work what do you do for work because they had heard that we had traveled and he said I'm a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ (laughs) he said it because why we're not ashamed we're not hiding it we're not you know because he said you're a preacher I'm a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ and he said, oh, he said, well, well, what's that like? And, you know, he, we just, and then we told him, we, we travel around and preach the Bible. We preach the God of the Bible. <laughs> He's my Lord and Savior. And the guy, you know, he became super interested. Same with our Uber driver when we were going to the airport. They said, oh, what do you do for work? You know, and we said, we're, we're, and, and we're preachers of the gospel. And so, you know, don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed that, you know, you're a pastor, you're an associate pastor, you're uh, whatever, you're in ministry, you're an evangelist, you're a missionary, you're whatever. Like, be someone that, that this is what I do. And then it opens up a door for you to, to share about it because we got to lead our Uber driver to the Lord because he'd never seen, I don't know, an evangelist. And it's something like that. That's what it is. And then the first half of this verse says, work hard, be a good worker. 
Be someone that you would want to hire. Be the person you would want to hire for your ministry or for your business. You know, don't be late. Be on time. Uh, dress nice. Do, go above and beyond what you're asked to do. Um, because why? You, what, you, uh, attract, <laughs> you attract what you are. And so if you're someone who's, you know, lazy, always late, then you're going to hang around people who are like that. You're going to draw those people to your ministry or to your business. If you, if, if you aren't a person of your word, you say you're going to be somewhere and then you don't show up, you know, that's not, that's not someone that anyone wants to be around one or anyone wants to hire for their ministry too. And so be someone who you're a person of your word. You have integrity. You're loyal. You, you show up when you sign up to do something at church. You don't call out the morning of and say, oh, I, you know, the kids didn't sleep last night. And no, you just, you just do it. You just do it. You be who, who you say you are. You be where you say you're going to be and, and do it because that's, what's going to attract the excellence over your ministry and over your life. Be who you say you are. Don't lie on resumes. <laughs> don't, don't make it like you're super organized. If you're not, if you're not just get super organized. No, I'm okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did your meeting end early? Oh. I don't even, I don't even, um, let me see if I have one. I mean, I'll just wrap it up. No, it's fine. I just, I don't have enough, I don't have the video for it. I mean, it Unless you want me to play. I mean, I got. All right. You want to come on with me? <laughs> all right. We're going to go to a commercial break. <laughs> because my husband, who said he was going to sit this one out, ended his meeting early and is now in the corner fired up and wants to preach. So um, we're going to play a video. No, we're going to play a video. I don't. Um. It'll be longer. You know what we're going to play? We're going to play the uh, Burleson, Texas from this summer. So enjoy this quick two-minute commercial break while we arrange this whole set and bring my husband in, and we'll see you on the other side of this. Ta-da! Right? <laughs> right? Come on, somebody. We're talking about excellence. <laughs> We're talking about excellence. Isn't my wife doing an amazing job ministering on excellence? You know, she's not, she didn't tell me to say this, but when you, when you see excellence, you just see Sarah Vitalich because everything she does all starts with excellence. She doesn't go to the next task unless everything is marked off, checked, completed. I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. This great magazine, this great magazine, it's done in excellence. Do you know why it's done in excellence? Um, a sign that you're doing everything in excellence is people are going to ask you, how did you do that? Do you know how many people, ministries, um, come to us and say, hey, how did you do the magazine? 
it's done so well. Excellence is noticeable by the human. How much more is it going to be noticeable by God? If excellence is no, you know when things are done right. You go to a car wash, your car is cleaned really good. You, it's like, it's like you walk into your, you sit in your car. Wow, my car is crystal clean. People know, wow, you, your car is just washed. Wow, it looks really nice. Look at those rims. They're shining. Look at the, 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 the wax. It's sparkling. People know excellence. God knows excellence. Do you know why God knows excellence? Because God is excellent. He's perfect. And, and what, does he, what does he tell us, right? For us to strive to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Amen? That's excellence. This, our books, the soul winning book, the prayer manual, everything, we, everything my wife does is excellence. It's, it's excellence. Thank you. And you know what? You could walk in that same anointing. Amen. It's, it's possible for you to reach that place that everything you do is excellence. You don't have to just say something my mom would say in Italian, <laughs> but I'm not going to say it. You don't have to do things unexcellent. Mm. You could do things. Quote Michael Vitalich. Excellent. <laughs> Go ahead. Thanks, babe. Yeah. I appreciate it. You are? You, uh, you, it's all. I'm glad your meeting ended early. You could yeah. come hang out. So we're talking about. Um, being the person you'd want to hire. Yeah, I would hire you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, let's let's think about that. Who's somebody you would want to work for you? Doesn't mean you might not have a business. Maybe you have a uh, you inspire to be a businessman, a businesswoman, um, get into ministry. Who's somebody that you would want to hire? Take a look at. I'm going to say the word maybe competition, right? Your your somebody else doing something. You see something, you like something, I want to hire that person. Yeah. That's how God is like. Yeah. And that's how the Bible talks about if you're faithful with the little, if you're excellent with the little, what is he going to do? Yeah, make you rule over much. Make you rule over much because you treat the little things just as if it was a big thing. That's good. You treat the little things just as, as if it's a big thing. You know, there's never a small task for the kingdom of God. There's never a small task for the kingdom of God. All the tasks. Wow, that's really good. That's that's bonus. (laughs) All the tasks. They all they all. What do they do? do? What do they do? They all mean the most to the Lord. Because why you're doing it unto the Lord. Someone's going to write that down. I'm going to write that down. That's good. In my. 70s (laughs) shirt my harvest shirt (laughs) this is my harvest shirt look at this collar you can't wow does it match a little bit wow a little bit i was trying to match you it was the only color out of my closet i guess i gotta get (laughs) new clothes okay next point um and you talked about this earlier so that's why i'm glad you joined because uh next point always be learning always be learning Proverbs 1.5 says, let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance. Proverbs 4.7 says, getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. That's good. So I need to hear that. So always be learning. Never feel that you're at a point where you have 
arrived. Yeah. Well, like I was talking about this morning um, for our devotion, right? You, um, how many people watching right now have a, a computer at home? Everyone has a computer, whether it's a laptop, a phone, but you're not running on Windows 95, right? You're not running on, you know, Windows uh, 2000. You don't have the original iPhone, the original Android. No, you've upgraded. You've upgraded. You've, you've allowed yourself to upgrade technology. You just didn't stay the same. The same, the same goes for us. That's why it's one thing to get baptized with the Holy Ghost. It's another thing to get rebaptized. There's one baptism, multiple fillings. And if you tap into the multiple fillings, it's like the Lord showed me this morning. It's like upgrading. Yeah. It's, it's getting the new update for your phone. Hello. It's getting the, the you know, you're not driving around uh, a 1999. Well, some people are. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> um, no, you don't, have the, you don't have the iPhone 4. Yeah, you don't have the iPhone no 4. No one has the iPhone 4 because why? We've upgraded. Yeah. You don't have record players anymore. Well. Well, no one's like really like, hey, let me put my 8-track on. No, you're right. You know. No, it's true because why? Everything evolves. Everything. Everything evolves. And, and that's the kingdom of God. Yeah always advancing yeah always moving there's never a stillness in the kingdom of god it's never just like okay let's take a let's take a pause like it's always moving always advancing always increasing Be because faith moves because faith yeah faith moves yeah and that's why like you said it's it's one baptism but multiple infillings yeah. never feel satisfied spiritually that you're at a level where you've arrived and then practically Never get to a place in your ministry that you feel you've arrived. You don't need to do anything else. Like always be seeking God. What's the next idea? What's the next vision for us? Our, what's our goal? What's the next outreach? What's the next um, broadcast? What's the next podcast? What's the next message? What's the next, you know, always moving forward to what's the next thing and never become satisfied with just s being still. Never Never quit moving for the things of God. That's good. You know what a farmer does? What's a farmer do? A farmer plants, right? He cultivates the land, right? <laughs> he, this is good. I'm going to take you somewhere. He cultivates the land. He sows a seed, right? He, he covers it. He makes sure there's nutrition, right? He feeds it, waters it. And then when that, that tree starts to grow, mm -hmm. What does he do? He prunes it. He cuts mm -hmm. it back. He cuts it back. Sometimes people need to be cut back a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, not in a, uh, a sense of downgrading, but you cut back because you're focusing on what's more important. And that's the that's the rebaptizing. That's the more fire. That's the Lord. I'm hungry. Fill me even more. Mm -hmm. That's the going deeper. That's that's the Lord. I'm not satisfied where I am. Prune me back a little bit. Challenge me. That's the challenging. Mm -hmm. You know, life is full of challenges. And if you don't take them, you don't go anywhere. You you end up being an overgrown bush that somebody's going to come around and just cut the whole thing off and starts from scratch. Well. Right. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought yeah. that just came into my spirit, yeah. you know, and, and that's why a Christian the worst place for a Christian to be is a place where they feel they arrived. Yeah. That's, that's a huge, if you feel like you've been to the place, if you're not challenged 
challenge yourself, you know, go back to school, you know, go, go learn, read another book, you know. That's good. good. And that actually goes into our next point of eliminate excuses. Oh, man. Get rid of I can't. Get rid of I can't. The I can't is is direct. Oh, man. Wow. That's really good. By saying I can't is saying God can't do it. By saying I can't, saying God can't do it. That's good. Because I could do all things. Our scripture for it is First um, Timothy four seven uh, four twelve. It says, "Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity." That's good. Uh, eliminate excuses of age, eliminate excuses of education, and eliminate excuses of finances. I hear Pastor Daniel's voice. And he would always say, excuses is a form of witchcraft. <laughs> That's right. You know, stop making excuses. Why haven't you written that book yet? Well, I don't have time. Make time. You, you make time for other things. You can make time for godly things. You know, well, Saturday is just me and my husband day, you know, and we <laughs> like to go and, and go out to dinner. Well, scratch that. Do something. Focus on the kingdom. Do something that, that you would want you know, that you could leave with somebody, write a book. It's not, I, I've never in my life ever thought that I would have this many, let alone one piece out, book out. Mm-hmm. Never in my million, my, my, you know, I, there's like high school reading. I just feel like finding out when's my next high school reunion and just bringing books for everyone. Because <laughs> in life, there will always be people that say, nope, you can't do it. And one of the greatest satisfactions in my life is watching God do something through me. Because in the natural, I'm not, I'm not the one that's supposed to be doing it. You know, in the natural, it shouldn't have been me. You know, and it's, maybe it's a bad thought for me, but it's like it just goes to show that God will use anybody to get his job done. He doesn't look for the... The qualified, he qualifies you, you know, and I think people just use it. It's a lack of a, um, it's, it's just a way, a cop out, you know, I can't do it. It's cost too much. Yeah. God tell you to pay for it. I can't do it. You know, it's not, it's, it's, it's too difficult. I've never learned that before. What happens if I fail? What happens if I mess up? Um, what happens if someone does something better? So let someone do something better. Start it. Start it. You know, there's people watching right now that you know there's things that you haven't done yet. And, you know, maybe it's even on your list for 2023. You can get it done. You could start right now. And it just goes to show you what we talked about last night uh, on Tuesday. You know, there's no opportune time to get things done. Yeah. And there'll never be, you know, and going back <laughs> to that one time, <laughs> what? 
we were doing a Facebook Live and we were doing like weird practical things, you know, while I'm waiting on God's timing. It is God's timing. Yeah. You're you're in God's time right now. We're on borrowed time. Yeah. So get moving. That's good. Get moving. Start that business. That's good. Amen. Is there any points you want to add from this series? On like, excellence? On excellence. I think... Um, I don't know if you mentioned this because I was on the phone, but I think maybe a bonus point is never feel working in excellence doesn't mean you're better than anybody. If you've reached, if you feel like you've reached the point, you know, where um, I got everything in order, then, then duplicate yourself. Excellence is valued and people want to duplicate excellence. So if you feel like, you know what, I know everything to do with writing a book. Well, find somebody that wants to write a book and help them accomplish it. Duplicate yourself. And what happens when you do that is that's called lasting fruit. My wife and I, we go, and one of the things the Lord called us to do is train up people to do soul uh, soul winning and to do evangelistic crusades and outreaches. And um, I didn't keep that secret. I didn't keep that so good. I didn't keep that secret to myself. You know, our ministry, and I want to brag about our ministry because we help a lot of other ministries. You know, it's not about our ministry. It's about helping the, the kingdom of God. You, our ministry, there's some things in our ministry we work in excellence, we just know. And do we keep that to ourselves? No. We, people, the app, you know, the face, a good example, the Facebook radio. How'd you do that? How'd you do that? No, I'm not going to tell you. I was just on the phone with a, a great man of God, a good friend of mine. And we were talking about, you know, revival meetings. We were talking about the way God's moving. We were talking about ministry. And one of the things we both felt was like, there's so much, there's so much competition in a sense where people don't want to let their secrets out. Well, who, it's not your secret, you know. If it could re, if it could help, and this, and I said, I'm, it's frustrating. And he said, it shouldn't be frustrating, you know. There should be no competition in the kingdom of God. But people like to have competition. People like, oh, I'm not going to tell you that because you might go higher than me. Never get to the place where you feel I've reached it. I have everything, all my ducks in a row. If you've gone to that place, duplicate yourself. Because it's, it's, really, it's really sad. It's really sad. You know? You know something that I don't know, and I got to spend, and this is not me, you yeah. know? But, like, I got to spend three days looking things up where you could just say, hey, I know you, this could help you. So bonus point, sum up. Don't be a gatekeeper. Don't be a gatekeeper. Don't Duplicate a yourself. Duplicate yourself. I like that because that's that's something that I feel is not common. No. Because even in the realm of business, it's, you know, 
it's like almost like especially if there's that competition that you're talking about because one there shouldn't be in the ministry but i understand like in the business realm yeah but it's almost like that you know i can't let this person get higher than i am and so you you don't share how you're how you're being successful and things like that when it's like it's actually the it's like the complete opposite it's like it's greed. When you s- <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like when you sow, it's actually like sowing and I reaping. I see where you're going. Yeah. When when you help someone else, you know, who's just starting off or who's you know trying to get something accomplished or you know something that took you uh, so much yeah. time to learn, but you could just help someone. It's like you sow that and then you reap the benefits of it because the Lord is not mocked. His word doesn't come back void. It's like our accountant or like, you know, what people who helped us, um, getting the logistics side of ministry done. Yeah. Like, you know, that was a lot on us when we started because like, I'm not an accountant. You're not an accountant. <laughs> you know, you had to, you have to file like so much paperwork. Yeah. You have to become a, a corporation. You have to open up a business bank account. You have to do all of these things. And it's like, I'm grateful for the people who helped us, Yeah. who took time and said, let me help you come over to my house and we'll, we'll fill this out together. Who, yeah. who said, you know, let me take care of that for you. Let me show you, no, you, you don't do it this way. You do it this way. And it's like, you know, if someone were to just come along and say like, oh, well, you know, another ministry say like, oh, well, if their ministry starts off, then, you know, they're going to be in direct, uh, line of competition with me and, and I can't let that happen. So I'm not going to help. No, no. It's like, we've never, yeah. it's like, that's so disgusting. <laughs> it's the exact opposite where you're faithful with the, with, the, with the little. Yeah. You have, you know, people that do it, they're not faithful. Yeah. Because it's not your secret. No, it's true. You that's why, that's why it's like when yeah. people say like, how do you, how do you win souls? It, we tell them when people say, how did you write a book? We've, we we've tell helped them. them. How'd you get on TV? How'd you get on TV? Who'd you know? You, you know, we, t- we've told, we've told, I mean, yeah. every, and, and it's like, it's just something to be, I, I like that. And then, and I'm going to add that because yeah. that's good. And then, the, and then there's people that don't ask us, they just borrow our stuff. And it's like, it is what it is, you know? So we're even a being, we're being a blessing to people that you know it's like it's all seed it's all seed if you see everything in seed in life you'll never you'll never you will never be empty if you see everything in life as seed if you see everything in your life as seed and you know what let me just say this you know because there's people watching that they have seed in the ground you never look this is what i've learned this is what i've experienced you never look at who's gonna bring me that that increase because it's that laced it's that person that you've never imagined yeah is the one to sow that seed into you that that person that you never imagined is to give you a hand up that person that you least expected is that's the person God will use when you have that expectation of it's got to be it's got to fit this narrative it's got to right. fit this way you have totally missed the mark you know you you've you've Instead of expecting God to do it, you try to expect it in your own ways and you totally miss it. But if you allow God, if you treat everything as a seed, I'm going to sow it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to whatever. I don't care if anybody realizes it. God sees everything. That's so good. God sees everything. That's why you see ministries that go after the lost. That are booming. Are booming. Yeah. They, you know, and it's not because 
Um, and then you see other other ministries that, you know, they know a millionaire or they know, a, a yeah. you know, or someone comes in and and they, you know, know their giving status. It's like they treat them like yeah. Front row roll seats. out the red carpet. You know what I yeah. mean? But it's like. And and those and th- those kind of ministry they never go anywhere yeah, they never because go. why you're like you said you're always looking to that person yeah. for this person's gonna sow a seed and that's where my keep your is expectation from. in God that's right not in man go after go after what God has given you yeah if God has given you a platform to help women in ministry um and I know a pastor who works at uh works with a pregnancy center oh yeah it's like if God's given you that. Go after it. Go after it. There's like, don't there. concern yourself of how is it, how is this going to pay off? How is this going to make sense? It, it doesn't. Faith doesn't make sense. Mm. Faith will never make sense. Yeah. In in your natural and natural mind, in the spirit, it makes sense. Somehow you just understand it, where you're going after it in faith. But never look at it like, well, if I take this job, like even when we stepped out um, to move, uh. It was like this doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. In the natural, we have like this many weeks <laughs> until you know, something needs to happen. Like you know what I mean? Even like, even when we moved to Rockford, yeah, it's like we didn't even have a place to stay. We got it like the week of we were moving. You know, that's right. We moved. We we didn't even know the church was really going to hire us. We didn't even have a moving truck. Yeah, we didn't until have a the truck. day we had to move. Yeah, and we oh, called. Man. We called I don't even want to remember Papa that Kofi yeah. and and Chi Chi came over and she wore, wore Adia. She's pregnant. Yeah, she no, she, she had birth. just gave she birth. birth. She wore Adia and packed my kitchen up. I was like like we had told our we had told our landlord this is yeah. our last day and so you can't stay like if you're out the thirtieth, you better not be there in. the first. And yeah. so I remember the morning of that thirtieth, we woke up and we didn't even have a, a moving van. Yeah. Much le- like I can't imagine living like that now, <laughs> but it's like much less like, you know, whatever happened with the reservation, but, you know, whatever. We see that we were operating in the anointing. and the It was because we were like at such peace. Yeah. Like I remember like I remember waking up that morning and you're just like the reservation is not there. We we don't have a truck. And then like we were just like, well, Scrambling. what are we going to do? We're going to. Scrambling. Yeah. We're like, well, well, we'll drive to West. We'll drive West, West Virginia. Virginia to get a van. Like, what are we going to do? And then do? we went to go drop a check off at the bank. And I was praying to the Lord. And I said, Lord, show me. I know there's a van. Yeah. I know you have a van for me. A truck to move. Show me where it is. And I just I just felt that I just felt like to look at my phone, look at maps. And I saw the location underlined in a yellow highlighter. And I felt the Lord said, that's the one. Call them. And I called them. And uh, I even offered to drive it a round trip back. And the lady said, you don't have to do that, honey. You just leave it there <laughs> one way. It's okay. And I was like, can I pay for it's it now? It's true because. No, it's reserved for you. Just come as you, whenever you want. We were there. We were there. And then we drove it home. It was the biggest. And we filled that. It was it the was biggest 26-foot U-Haul. box truck I've ever it was, driven. It was. It was, it was intimidating to drive. And I remember we f- we, you, me, Kofi, and Chi Chi filled that thing up. Yeah, it was a and nightmare. We it wasn't even packed. Even we just sleep threw that things. We, we slept on our. We slept. We slept on the floor, our carpet floor, with a pillow. And because like, we packed, we packed everything and didn't think like. Oh, what about anything? sleeping? Yeah, stuff? what about where are we gonna sleep? We didn't even sleep that night, and then drove. Then we woke and up then, like and then, crack of dawn. Yeah, and then prior to that, the week before, we had signed our lease at our new yeah. place. Like we had, we were moving, 
we were like, Lord, we need a place to stay. Excellence sometimes doesn't look like it's supposed to look. But the Lord knows it's excellent. Because the Lord knew our heart. We wanted to be in ministry. And we were willing to go wherever he called us to go. Even if it was Rockford, Illinois. (laughs) Met the greatest people. The greatest families. The greatest people. Experienced great moves of God in, in, in Rockford, Illinois. That's right. Grateful to God for everybody. Everyone that we call family in Rockford. We're grateful for you. We yeah. really are giving us an opportunity to minister to you by the leading of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So before we head out, uh, I want to give everyone an opportunity to partner with our ministry. Um, if you not yet partnered with our ministry, it's I'm telling you, some of the greatest breakthroughs my wife and I have ever had was when we made up our mind and we wanted to sow a seed. We've sown thousands of dollars, and then in the natural, when it didn't look like we were going to financially make it, we looked back and said, how do we make it? How? We didn't even miss it. It was like the money was already there, and, and you don't think about it. You just do what the Lord tells you to do. You know, I want to encourage you, if you've never broken that $1,000 giving seed yet, Break it right now. Sow a seed of $1,000 tonight. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. When you, when you break that alabaster box and you realize, wow, nothing means, everything means nothing to me, Lord. I just, want, I just want to be in your perfect will. I'm telling you, it's the greatest experience, and I want to challenge you. It's scriptural to be challenged. And if you're thinking about sowing tonight, sow, sow a seed. If you're thinking about partnering tonight, partner. Get involved with what God's doing. I promise you, it will pay dividends. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for everyone watching right now. I thank you, Lord, that they're increasing. Even if they don't see it, they're increasing. They're increasing in the anointing, increasing in their finances. Lord, I thank you for people that's watching this replay watching us on CTN, on different platforms. I thank you, Lord, for talking to them, speaking with them. Lord, I, I ask you right now to impart by the way of the Holy Ghost the gift, the gift of faith, the gift of faith, the gift of faith. You may not see where you're going right now, but if you believe in God, if you just listen to his, his voice, he will lead you and direct you to the greatest experiences in life. Mm-hmm. I feel my spirit. There's someone watching right now. You, you needed to hear this. You don't know how you're going to make it. Things are challenging right now. Don't, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. You're right there. It's the gift of faith coming on you right now. Yes. Every form of anxiety breaks off of you. Every form of fear, worry, people's thoughts. Well, what are people going to think? All that breaks off of you. In Jesus' mighty name, let the fire of God touch you right now there it is people have been touched right now as we speak even in your living rooms watching on watching on your phone that's the holy ghost coming on you right now in jesus name clarity clarity in jesus mighty name and we thank you for it lord we thank you for this broadcast we thank you for all our partners lord in jesus name amen we are did you announce what we're doing? I did, but in the I'll we can announce yeah. it again because that was at the fourth, uh, the front of the video. We're starting um, a new mornings, mornings with Mike, mornings with Sarah. You know, same thing. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna be praying. Mornings. If you're hopping on, um, we're gonna be praying. Um, 
I'm going to be also praying out of our Praying with Purpose manual book, whatever you want to call it. Um, so make sure you order one um, because we're going to be praying, taking notes. It's going to be about a half hour uh, prayer time, you know, and just being led by the Spirit. Um, spend your mornings with me. I guarantee you've never had a morning, <laughs> never had a morning like that before, spending it with, with your host. I said you would talk. As I didn't know what it, exactly we were gonna or you were gonna cover on it, so I just it's said just prayer. Every I said could be prayer. I, I could just be whatever he feels I, like I talking about. Talk about how great my wife is. We'll be here all day though. And it's going to be, uh, listen now, nine a.m. Eastern Wednesday, and it's going to be on the MJV Radio, so you can watch on all of our other platforms, but you could also listen yeah. on the app so, so even if you're at work or even if you're driving listen to you have us the app you could just you could just be right there and we're going to come in at or you're going to come in at 9 a.m and pray out of our praying with purpose uh prayer manual which if you haven't gotten yet um it's available on amazon it's available on amazon uh so if you so tonight then you could go to our yeah. uh, offer page, uh, and we'll yeah. We'll if you sow a seed out. of uh, let's just say what twenty five dollars, I think that's what we did Tuesday. Yeah, you if you that. sow a seed yeah. of twenty five dollars or more, we'll send you one of our books um, as a way of saying thank you. This will definitely be a blessing for you. We're actually going to make another version of this um, smaller and some more stuff in it. Um, so. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, so, yeah, you could go to mjvministries.com forward slash thank you. Um, if you give on, uh, like, say, Cash App, where we don't collect your information or your address, um, then you can go on our website and claim your offer there to yeah. fill out. If if you're watching everything. right now and um, if you believe if you believe in God for something and if you want somebody to come in agreement with you, Connect with us. Connect with us. Amen. Every morning we, we pull our emails out. So you could go to mjvministries.com forward slash prayer and submit a prayer request or you can text your prayer request in about 35 minutes. You can call that number or not that number. Actually, it's our Delray number. Yeah. We're going to have our call center for CTN Las Vegas. Where Amen. people can call in and be prayed for. Um, we should extend that to, to this. our Facebook audience. We might as well. One day. <laughs> One day I'll have my probably mom answer. In the near future. Hello. <laughs> this is Carmella. She doesn't sound like that. <laughs> Welcome to MJV. She's watching right now. Welcome to the MJV prayer request line. I'm Carmella. <laughs> no, she does not sound like. We're that. gonna get my mom in you're here one day. Oh, uh, you're gonna get a smack, is what you're gonna. No, get. do the Long Island voice. My wife has got no. the Long Island accent. because <laughs> I down just three weeks there. Just do it, do it. Okay. What do you want me to talk about? The Long Island accent. I don't understand what you're talking about. Let's here. get some coffee. You no, some it's coffee? not. It's not coffee. It's coffee. Do you want some coffee? You want some yeah. cream and your sugar and your coffee? Walk around the corner every day at the deli. Guys, give me a medium coffee, hot cream and sugar. That's how I like it. And then we go home, we walk what the about, dog, we do the eat? dishes. What we, do you get? You know what I get? I go, mm. to the, I go to the store, I go to the deli, right? Yeah, yeah, you go to do? the one on Arthur Avenue. And then what you do is you get 
a hero from there because let me tell you something they're different there it hits different it's not like pittsburgh it's not like it's not like that uh staten island don't even get me started on staten (laughs) island i'm not even gonna this so i'm not even gonna get from our studio (laughs) to your mobile device thanks for being a part of our, our family we love you and see you next week thanks for listening to the mjv ministries podcast If you would like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and make a kingdom impact, consider becoming one of the thousand monthly partners we are believing for. To learn more, go to mjvministries.com slash partner.